You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. At a time like this, the Oval Office should be a command center. Instead, it's a storm center. There's only chaos. Just one thing never changes. His determination to deny responsibility and shift the blame. The buck never stops there. Now you have to decide whether to renew his contract or hire someone else. If you want a president who defines the job as spending hours a day watching TV and zapping people on social media, he's your man. Denying, distracting, and demeaning works great if you're trying to entertain or inflame. But in a real crisis, it collapses like a house of cards. COVID just doesn't respond to any of that. To beat it, you've got to actually go to work and deal with the facts. Our party is united in offering you a very different choice, a go-to-work president, a down-to-earth, get-the-job-done guy, a man with a mission to take responsibility, not shift the blame, concentrate, not distract, unite, not divide. Our choice is Joe Biden. Bill Clinton is the most vile, filthy, and most contradicting subhuman that has ever walked the face of this earth. To talk about Trump's behavior in the Oval Office in contrast to your adultery in the Oval Office is unfathomable. No, not just unfathomable. Realistically egregious, you pig. How dare you critique our president's behavior in the Oval Office? Why you were banging everything in sight. How dare you critique in the Oval Office? You did forget that you shipped millions of jobs overseas, right? We were in war all the time, and your disastrous handling or mishandling of Haiti and the crooked Clinton Foundation. Do you remember this while you were in the Oval Office? How dare you say that our president's home watching TV and zapping people on social media, you loathing sack of excrement. You obviously don't see what he does. He gets up early in the morning, gathers his team, and sets the agenda, or asks, what is the agenda? What's next? What is there to be done? And most of the time, he doesn't have to ask because he already knows what has to be done for his country. This country. Our country. And if you didn't know, he travels back and forth across this country, talking to companies, talking to city officials, making deals. And if executive orders need to be put in place, that's what he's working on, putting America first. And your wife, Hillary, is just as denounced as you are. Here's a woman that's supposed to be so strong and such a leader for women and she's condoning your behavior by looking the other way and concentrating on building her political career and acting like nothing ever happened. I would have respected her more if she would have divorced his ass on the spot. For such a smart woman, and she is not dumb, but surely she showed her ignorance by staying married to that sack of crap. So this is what she showed young women and young girls to stay married to someone that committed adultery. And all this gaslighting from all those disillusioned Democrats, we didn't hear one note about the riots. We didn't hear one note about law and order. We didn't hear one note about helping people deal with the COVID situation. Not one note. 
If you do not know anything about politics or stay up to date on what's going on in your country, you will ultimately believe what these left-wing nutjobs are telling you. And you will repeat this to the next ignoramus who doesn't know any better. Once again, they're mad because their candidate lost. But she won the popular vote. Oh, shut up with that. If she was so popular, she would have won. She lost because she was unpopular to the actual voter. She refused to do the groundwork, and her rallies showed this. Barely people were there. She was so convinced that she was going to win. On what? Attacking Trump on everything? That's all she's got? That's how she lost. Instead of talking about how she is going to improve and run the country, all it was was Trump bashing rallies. And while she was doing that, he was rallying every day and sticking to a message that resonated in Americans that voted for him because America felt left behind. He was going to stand up for the American people for once. The forgotten American who was fed up with high taxes, companies moving overseas, being in war all the time, and the only thing Democrats were dwelling on is power. He was born wealthy and took the money and built his empire. He wasn't an entitled snot-nosed punk just because he had money laid back and grew his wealth. It didn't work like that. He worked hard for it. The hardest working businessman I know. For decades, Trump has always been in the spotlight, giving strong statements on how everyone was taking advantage of America. And everyone always said he should run for president. And now that he's here cleaning the corruption in Washington and having America gain respect again, he's the problem? Go check the accomplishments. It's history now. Like it or not, he's done more than them. And that's why they're mad as hell because what this guy has done in four years, the others couldn't do. They couldn't even move a needle or hold a candle to his flame. Do your research because to remove an incumbent president just because you don't like his lack of empathy is nearly impossible to do. And if empathy is the word of the day, the Democrats have no empathy on half the country's lawlessness and downward spiral. Because they choose to look the other way, that's a lack of empathy. So, DNC number three. What are we talking about here? They're talking about the damage that the country is undergoing. Okay, why is that? Because of your lack of empathy. Looking the other way, doing nothing. Next bullet point. They were talking about gun violence. Once again, the gun doesn't kill the person. It's the person behind the gun that's doing the nonsense. Also, another bullet point they touched on. Climate crisis. Okay, so what do you want to do about it? You don't want to have cars. You don't want to have farting cows. You don't want to have barbecues anymore. You don't want to have... How are things going to run without clean fossil fuel? Fracking, you want to eliminate all of that. I'm for wind. I'm for water. I'm for anything solar. But it's got to work. Meanwhile, America is finally self-efficient. We don't have to deal with the rest of the world for getting oil and all that stuff. We're independent. I think that's very great. Next bullet point. Once again, another artist getting involved in politics. Billy Eilish. Once again, who the hell are you? None of my favorite artists, 
none of my favorite actors. I don't want them telling me or dictating to me how to make my choices. My choices I make. You sing, you act. You're an artist, that's all you do. You don't influence me. Next bullet point. Then they spoke on illegal immigration. Talking about a family that came here illegally, raised their kids, and so on and so forth. That's fine and dandy. But what does it mean to the American person that was born here or the person that did all the paperwork and is waiting online? Is that fair to jump the line? You just cross over because because your country is in dire straits, so you need to come here. Do it legally. That's all we're saying. Do it legally because coming here illegally, that means something happens to you. Obviously, we have to take care of you. But that all falls on the taxpayer dollar. And then the famous, infamous Hillary comes on. The agitator. They had so many words for her. The woman who supposedly broke uh, 18 cracks in the ceiling. I don't know. I don't get it. Once again, you know how I feel about her. And then she said that the next morning she had an open mind on Trump's presidency. But uh, I don't think so. It seems like you've been complaining ever since. It seems like you're pretty bitter. And the same bullet points these people keep constantly talking about. That he wants take, to take away your health care. This, that, and the third. I still got mine. I'm not complaining. And then she also spoke about the post office. Uh, nothing is wrong with the post office. It's just poorly run. That'll handle itself. Don't worry about that. She also spoke on the banks, how they only helped the big businesses. That's not true. A lot of small businesses on my route got the help that they got. Why? Because the president spoke to the banks about helping the small businesses. It's all about helping the people. He's been doing all of that. She also pandered to BLM. She also spoke about Kamala Harris, that she's a product of immigrant parents. Aren't we all... That's nothing new. And then she spoke about that the country has no soul. Give me a break with the soul thing already. These guys sold their soul for power. And you did the same. Oh my God. Then next on the list was Nancy Pelosi. Madam Speaker. And, she, and, before, and before being introduced, she spoke over the announcer. So she was just babbling. She spoke about the COVID problems, but once again, the Dems don't want to open anything. So the blame goes to the president again. She also spoke about ACA, Affordable Care Act, which is garbage. It was never affordable. And if you didn't sign on, you would get charged $200, I believe, $250. That's, 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 what, what, what they call that? That's, uh, that's blackmail, isn't it? That's manipulation. Yeah. You don't do my insurance. You don't get my insurance. You don't buy my insurance. You got to pay a fee. Sounds mafioso. Then they spoke on domestic violence. Um, who are you going to call if you defund the police if there is domestic violence? And another thing that was an eye-opener. Um, they were blaming the pandemic for an uprise in domestic violence. I trying to piece that together i mean because why couples were together more often than usual i don't know i can't explain that and they also talked about joe biden's it's on us program meanwhile you have his allegations 
of his past that are constantly coming up. Then you had Hilda Solis, Secretary of Labor, who spoke about how Obama-Biden saved the automobile industry. Uh, I don't think so. It was the taxpayer that did that. She also spoke about how homeowners lost their house, their houses in the Obama-Biden era. Uh, once again, that was the subprime thing where the banks were issuing loans to couples that you knew could not afford the house. So they would grant them the loan, write it off as a subprime loan, sell off the loan, so they could. that's how they were making money. And then you had the recession and everything crashed and it was a disaster on their watch. And who bailed the banks out? The taxpayer, me. And then she went on talking about the sinking economy due to COVID. Um, our economy is doing the V-shape, lady. Pay attention. Once again, like I said, if you're not aware what's going on and you only get these bullet points, you're going to believe them. That's not true. Our economy is definitely on fire and coming back rapidly. And then the irony here, they were talking about bringing back supply chains to America. Um, I think Trump was talking about that and we're already doing that. Next. Oh my God, and next on the list, Elizabeth Warren, still wearing the waiter jackets, the red one. Same food salad, talking about that we're stuck, and schools reopening. I don't think the Dems want to go back to school, and the teachers don't want to teach. I don't know, they seem to want, they want to get paid, but they don't want to teach in a classroom. They want to do everything virtual. It's not the same as teaching in a classroom. Get that. Then she spoke about that she has a plan for everything. You know, she always has a, has a plan for everything. She copies everything. She's a plagiarizer. She spoke about child care and all that. Look, look, nothing personal. But if you cannot afford a child, do not have a child. There is a thing called birth control. That's pretty easy to get if you have somewhat of insurance. Even the cheapest insurance pays birth control. Next. And that I mentioned, she also blamed Trump for covid mishandling the situation what could they have done better i'm not even gonna address that and next and finally the feast of resistance the one the only the smooth talking basketball playing president barack hussein obama he spoke like if he was president again scolding us Telling us what we're doing wrong. But he did nothing wrong. His administration, that's all he spoke about. Me and Biden did this. Me and Biden did that. Biden and me did this. So on and so on. All the words. All the trendiness. All the word salad. It's like the guy never left office. And then came the attacks. Talking about enriching themselves in, while in office. Are you kidding me? The Clintons enriched themselves... On your watch, buddy. And you did nothing and looked the other way. Who spied on whose campaign, buddy? You did. And then he's talking about this November election. Do not let them take away your power. What are you talking about? The Dems are trying to take away our power as we speak. They want to take away our freedom of speech, of expression. In other words... You have to be very careful with what you say because you'll be canceled immediately. They want to take away guns. 
They want to take away your property. They just want to share everything with the rest of the world, right? Socialism. They want to take away your health care. I'm happy with mine. Leave mine alone, please. And the same rambling, like I told you before. He's scolding us. America has to do the job again, the thing. You know, they have to do the thing. He was never pro-American. I believe that. He, these, these guys, they don't like America, but they like what America gives them, right? So hypocritical. And then finally, Kamala Harris goes on. The stage, is, the stage set is nice. You have a few people like in the audience. I don't know if they were reporters. They were seated separately. There must have been like maybe 20 people in the audience, 30 people in the audience. And she spoke about liberty and justice for all. I was like, what? Liberty and justice for all? There wasn't much liberty and justice for those pot smokers that you put in jail for a long time. And even threatening to put parents in jail for having their kids in truancy. And it was only a matter of time before the race card is thrown. Always throw the damn race card. You know, that is such a cop-out. That is such a crutch. My dad always told me, look, if you don't get the position, if you don't get the job, or you don't get the girl, or this, that, and the third, it's not because of your color or your nationality. It's because of you, you're not qualified, you're not the one. Simple as that. Stop making race about everything. We have to move on from that. And we spoke about George Floyd, that we got to go back to work, and the blame, and the blame, and the blame. Then you got the unicorn and the rainbows, how they want to make America such a utopia. It's funny, you want to make America a utopia, but half the country is on fire. Why are you not talking about that? Where's the justice in that? Hypocrite. And then you spoke about memories growing up and the kumbaya and we have to end the pandemic. How are you and Biden going to end the pandemic? Are you scientists? Do you know something that we do not know? Please share so we could get rid of this COVID nonsense and I could go to the mall nicely. This is dragging. Normally, my podcasts are not 18 minutes. I'm looking at 18, 24, 18 minutes plus. You know, I like to get to the point quick, quick to the point, you know, short and just have that fire. And as my podcast drags and I lose my energy, that's how the DNC was. The third one, it's just a lot of word salad and just a lot of it's just a lot of non enthusiasm. Look, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter if you have Michelle Obama speaking, if you have Bill Clinton speaking, if you have Hillary Clinton speaking, if you have Obama speaking. It doesn't matter if you put Kamala on the vice presidency. You know, it doesn't matter because they do not draw enthusiasm. So be confident that POTUS 45 will be reelected. And we will continue doing what we're doing. Peace out. I got to go to sleep. Introducing the Amazon Biden, the home assistant that refuses to take questions. Biden, can you tell me when your next press conference is? Absolutely not. And unlike the Alexa, the Biden won't share location data. Biden, where is Hunter? 
Come on, let's get real here. You won't have to worry about your kids plagiarizing schoolwork because the Biden doesn't retain information. Biden, what year did we kill Osama bin Laden? I don't remember that ever happening. It may look like a cheap knockoff that breaks down a lot, but the Biden is doing work you can count on. A three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. The Amazon Biden, selling out fast in Ukraine and China. Biden, stop sniffing Alexa's hair. Come on, man.